Welcome back to Two Keto Dudes. This is Carl Franklin from Connecticut in the United States. And in February 2016, I put myself on a ketogenic diet to take control of my metabolism. In just two and a half months, I managed to reverse all my markers of type 2 diabetes with diet alone. As of now, I'm 80 pounds lighter with no signs of diabetes or heart disease. Hi, I'm Richard Morris in Canberra, Australia. I've been on a ketogenic diet since April of 2014, and when I started, I was very sick with complications from type 2 diabetes. And within six months of starting a ketogenic diet, all of my biomarkers of disease had disappeared. I've lost about 100 pounds, and I've completely turned my health around. And this show is a document of our experiences thriving for years in nutritional ketosis. Yeah, and reversing diabetes. Right, and hopefully that might help a few people who are curious about this kind of dietary... <laughs> yeah, we're not doctors. <laughs> we don't want to give any medical advice, but we are keen to share our own experiences. We're actually both software developers, so we're not afraid of a little technical detail, are we, Carl? No way, Joe. How about you, Brenda? You afraid of technical detail? Not anymore. <laughs> we have done some research into our own deranged metabolisms and the science behind them, and we share studies that we found in the show notes. You'll probably work out pretty quickly that we're both foodies. Oh, yeah. We love to cook mm -hmm. and we love to eat. Yep. In every episode, we both share a keto recipe that's not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. So let's start podcast number 144, Giving Thanks with Brenda Zorn and Kevin Mountain. You for a Thanks. Well, that's our show. We'll see you next week. <laughs> so, Carl, do we have any apologies or corrections from last week's show? Uh, last week was uh, Any Way You Can with Dr. Annette Bosworth. No, I thought that was a great show. Um, yeah, she did want me to mention one thing in the errata. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have a criminal record anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Got expunged. <laughs> yeah, all those so-called felonies have been expunged from her record. So. Oh, good. That's hey, we kind of We kind of, uh, you know, honed in on that little story because it was yeah. dramatic. But, you know, in reality, no, she's not a criminal. You know, she did a really good podcast with uh, Daisy with Keto Woman. So if you want to learn more about her keto practice, I suggest also listening to Daisy's uh, story as well. Yeah. So let's revisit what a ketogenic diet is. Ketogenic diet is one that puts you in a state of ketosis where you're burning fat for energy rather than glucose. And to get there, you mm -hmm. need to be fat adapted. And yep. The method that we use is 20 grams of carbs or less per day. You don't count calories. You don't look at how much goes in versus how much mm -hmm. goes out. You just limit carbs to 20 grams or less a day. Protein is moderate, and we use the one to one and a half grams a day per kilogram of lean body mass. And all our energy we get from fat. That was very nice. Foghorn effect. I yeah. like that. <laughs> fat to satiety. That's why you don't have to count calories. Right. Mm -hmm. So if you're just starting keto, listen to our starting keto show at start. .2keto.com or just start listening from episode one. <laughs> <laughs> or what, 143 episodes? Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Richard, how was your week, man? 
Um, well, I spent about 40 hours in a plane or an airport <laughs> to get- Why would you do that? Well, I, I went from Canberra to Perth to London to Prague to Mallorca. Actually, no, I went to Munich and then Mallorca. <laughs> um, but once I got there, it was lovely. Uh, yeah. We we had a, a set up in a, an olive grove. Yeah, it was beautiful. So we were just working on some stuff for two keto dudes. Mm-hmm. And now I'm currently in Prague again. Yeah, with me, we're at a software developer conference of all things. It was really weird that Richard Campbell and Richard Morris and me all sat down at a table. Yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> it was kind of like, psych. Yeah, it, it was like uh, uh, Ghostbusters crossing the streams, except you're crossing <laughs> the Richards. It was very strange. <laughs> it was weird. Well, anyway, that's, uh, that. yeah, that, I, my week was about the same. Um, I, I did a lot of traveling for this and... Uh, Came over early to Mallorca, beautiful, beautiful island off of, of the Spanish mainland, and mm-hmm. we just had a wonderful time Yeah, and uh, getting some work done, and now we're just sort of hanging out. I'm going to be doing this conference, but mm-hmm. I did the most awesome, the second uh, most awesome Kitoki Fried Chicken Keto Mini Fest at my house nice. on Saturday. And the the smiles on these people's faces, you know, this is the best fried chicken I've ever had, ever, <laughs> even when I used to eat the, you know, the carby stuff. Yeah. It's just very satisfying. Nice. Yeah. So, that's what I did. All right. Well, let's give away some swag. Sure. Every show, we pick a lucky winner at random from the members of the Two Keto Dudes fan club. And today, we're giving away a treasure trove of stuff from vendors we like, all of which you can find at fanclub.2keto.com. We also need to mention a caveat. Most of our vendors can only ship inside the U.S. Right. But if we happen to pick someone outside the U.S., we will find something to send you, but probably not all of it. So, uh, don't worry. You'll get something. So, who's our winner this week? Today's winner is Jeff Abel. Congratulations, Jeff. (laughs) Let's tell everybody what Jeff has won. Well, the first thing Jeff has won is a two Keto Dudes coffee mug with our big mugs on it that says, keep calm and keto on. Also a signed copy of Lies My Doctor Told Me by Dr. Ken Berry online at lies.2keto.com. Hey, that's my doctor. <laughs> he is too. <laughs> uh, also a bottle of Stevia Sweet Barbecue Sauce developed by a barbecue restaurant owner who plans to change the restaurant industry forever. Only two carbs per serving online at steviasweetbbq.com. And a cheese-making kit from Wine & Way. Pam Zorn gave everybody at Keto Fest a kit so they can make their own fresh mozzarella. That's available online at wineandway.com. That's W-I-N-E-A-N-D-W-H-E-Y.com. And a six-ounce cup of beef bone broth concentrate by Birthright Nutrition. Just add water, heat, stir, sip, and enjoy. Jam-packed with good stuff. More at birthrightnutrition.com. We're also giving away a bottle of Remag Magnesium Solution developed by Dr. Carolyn Dean along with a copy of her protocol and the Keto and Magnesium Manifesto online at magmiracle.com. We're also giving away a big bottle of fasting drops from Keto Chow. It's a well-formed blend of electrolytes. Just drop a little in your water and fasting will be a breeze online at fastingdrops.2keto.com. And two bottles of Sated, one chocolate, one vanilla, online at sated.2keto.com. And from Keto & Co, a sampler six-pack, a bag of brownies, four bags of different flavored cauliflower rices, and a bag of flatbread, online at ketoand.co. And finally, a bag of everything bagels from Fox Hill Kitchens, made with yeast but no wheat or gluten, online at bread.2keto.com. And if you don't want to wait to win some swag, you can buy all sorts of it online at gear.2keto.com. And might I add that uh, Julie from Fox Hill Kitchens came mm. to the Kitoki Fried Chicken Keto Mini Fest, and she brought with her a tub of homemade 
chicken liver pate that was 50% butter. Oh, dear. Oh, <laughs> my God. I know you hate liver, Richard. I do, I'm, not, I'm a liver dodger from way back, yep. Brenda's like salivating mm, right now. Yeah. I can see her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, so she brought this big tub and it spread just like peanut butter. And she put this on, you know, the color is kind of, you know, it's gray. Yeah. But it's but, liver color. Yeah, yeah it's liver good. color. <laughs> but she spread it on little chunks of her um, bagel holes, you know, the, the rounds yeah. Yeah. that were sort of cut with a little cornichon right on top. Mm -hmm. And it, it was just absolutely awesome. The best appetizer I've ever served. Nice. Anyway, I guess uh, we should read some, uh, what do we call it? My <laughs> All right, so this one is from the great big giant keto success before and after thread mm -hmm. uh, on our forum, which you can get to at success.2keto.com. This is great. Just, you know, hundreds of success stories for you to peruse. This is from Zenjen. Uh, that's her handle. Hi, guys. I'm not having my one-year anniversary yet because I started keto less than three months ago. But I'm still telling my story to inspire other people to try keto. It's hard to believe how just three months of being keto can help you improve your life this much. My addiction to sugar started at a very young age. When I was little, my parents divorced, so I comforted myself with sweets every day. I was eating more and more, but my family never told me to stop because they knew that food was my only joy. Mm. Sad, huh? Yeah, common experience. Yeah, I can relate. Mm -hmm. I got bigger and bigger every year, and kids in my school started to make fun of me. That hurt me a lot, but not as much as our school doctor who told me directly that my weight isn't normal and that I'm fat. Hmm. I was around 12 years old at the time. The same day when I came home, I decided to go on a diet. My mom supported me. I was getting smaller, but also more frustrated. I thought about food every minute of my day. I started counting calories like crazy till I was eating just 200 to 400 calories a day. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. When I hit my goal weight, I started to overeat again and I regained all of my lost weight. I was struggling with this eating and no eating pattern for almost six years. And because of that, I was depressed and had problems with pressure. Then I met my boyfriend and I got a little better, but still struggling from time to time. This year, my sister and her boyfriend introduced me to the keto lifestyle, and I decided to give it a try. The first few weeks were really bad. Yeah. I had keto flu, sugar cravings, and my energy levels were low, but I noticed I was mentally feeling better, and this is why I continued. You know, this is exactly what Karen Mangiacotti said she went through. She did, yeah. Well, she gained weight for six she, weeks. Yeah, she gained weight, but she stuck with it because she felt so good, especially her, yeah. you know, her mind, her brain was sharp. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so when I got over my first month, I started to prepare food from keto recipes, and I realized that keto isn't just eggs, bacon, oil, and cheese all the time. That's yes! right. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> yes! We have a winner. We have a winner! <laughs> <laughs> every week, I baked some keto desserts and tried new recipes almost every day. So, I started my new hobby, cooking and baking, which is making me happy. I also lost a lot of weight, but the process of losing wasn't the same as it was in other diets I'd tried before. Mm -hmm. This time, I feel great. I'm not counting calories. I don't stress about food. I'm never hungry. And after two months, I forgot that I started keto because I wanted to lose weight. <laughs> keto is so much more than that. 
I finally can tell now that I have a great relationship with food and I'm feeling awesome in my own body. First time in my life, I'm proud of who I am. Wow. Wow. My goal weight in August was 56 kilos, but now I feel great in my 59 kilos. And I don't care if I don't lose that last few kilos. Right. Yep. Right. <laughs> yes. <Exactly>. Another win. <laughs> and my pressure, totally fine after two months on keto. So, I guess we're talking blood pressure here. Yeah. Keto healed my body, mind, and soul. And I never thought I would say so for any diet. Well done. Well, yeah, well done. done. Round of applause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For Zen Jen. What that, a wonderful story. Isn't that a great story? Yeah, but it's so typical of, of, yeah. of people who go on keto. I mean, they've, they've gone through years or sometimes decades of calorie restriction, of right. yo-yoing up and down and just, yep. you know. And it's just funny when you when you go keto, uh, go ketogenic. You all of a sudden you can use the energy you stored. I particularly like the fact that that she moved beyond just like food as a as a requirement, and she got into actual cooking. Yeah, yeah, and that's true. Yeah, I mean because you know we've been we've been doing these amazing recipes on this show, but and a mm. lot of other people are too, right? Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, listen, I have a client, and because I've started coaching, and I have a client two of them. It started with one guy and his wife got into it. And now they're, you know, 25 years of marriage, they're cooking together for the first time. Wow. And loving it. And now they have something that they share, something, a new passion. They go shopping together. They cook together every day. It's really just a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the mail I got. What do you got? Nice. Richard? So, I've got a mail from uh, a buddy of ours, Darren Graham, who was a listener of ours right from the early days. Yeah. And so, do you remember last Keto Fest, we asked people to bring keto to their own communities? Right. Expand your community. Expand was the, your communities. Yeah. So, he, Darren has decided to have an event in his local town, which is on in the west of, of uh, Melbourne in Victoria, Australia. Oh, great. Uh, and he's uh, invited Dr. Peter Bruckner along and Peter Bruckner we've had on our show. He is the former doctor of Liverpool football team as yep. well as the Australian cricket team. Great. And uh, and he also wrote the definitive textbook on sports medicine. So, wow. Um, yeah, he's uh, so he's going to be talking. Peter Bruckner, uh, he's a well, world-renowned Australian sports medicine clinician, and he is going to talk about how to outsmart bad health advice and make simple changes for long-lasting energy, weight loss, and well-being. Wow. Great. Um, and essentially, he 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 managed to turn around the sporting careers of a number of Australia's best uh, athletes by uh, showing them low-carb diets wow and darren is also going to talk he is uh uh i mean he's he's had an amazing story he he was in a spiral of health issues on six different medications and he was suffering from depression anxiety psoriasis arthritis sleep apnea wow. high yeah. blood pressure and not being able to walk 100 meters without rest wow and darren explains the benefits of the and the life transformations of cutting carbohydrates and refined sugars out of his lifestyle uh he's gone from uh being over 200 kilograms that's over 400 pounds mm. uh to going to no medication and competing in two half marathons. Wow. And his before and after image is just remarkable. So wow. uh, and he that event is on the 12th of December, and there's uh, plenty of time left for that. So if, if you're in Melbourne and you want to uh, hear somebody talk about uh, the success of keto, maybe you've got a family member who, uh, who needs to hear this message, um, bring them along. So yeah, uh, really. we will put the link in the show notes for the Eventbrite page. Wow, that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. Very good. All right. Well, that's enough of our intro babble. Now I think we should really bring Brenda and Kevin on officially. Hi, Brenda, Zorn. Hi, Kevin Mountain. How are you guys? 
Hi, Carl. I'm doing really good. Doing great. Kevin, I just got to say, you look fantastic. I'm looking at you in video right now, and uh, you look like you've lost maybe 20 or 30 pounds since Keto Fest. Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Give or take. Looking fabulous. And and you too, Brenda, you look you look wonderful. Your skin looks great. You know, you're slim. Your face is like taut and you guys just look fantastic. And I hope you you feel as well as you look. Yeah, I'm healthy as ever. I mean, I'm not some kind of like super lean bodybuilder athlete or anything, but uh, you can look at my lab reports anytime. Uh, my doctor says they look like a 25 year old and I'm 55. And by the way, I'm still lifting more weight. Just to let you know, I I haven't reached my limit yet. That's so cool. Just this week, I broke about three different of my own personal records at the gym. Nice. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd like you to to catch our listeners up on what's been going on in your life. Um, I know that you, uh, you know, this, the theme is giving thanks and we all have so much to be thankful for. Richard and I certainly do. That goes without saying, but, but you guys have uh, been through the ringer uh, in the (laughs) last, uh, few months. To tell us the story. Putting it lightly, Kevin, you want to tell them what you've been going through in the last few months? Yeah. When did it start? A couple months, I guess, uh, gone through. I had a couple phone calls that they had a kidney for me. Right. But unfortunately, they didn't quite work out. But I, I'm on the top of the list now for my blood type. Well, that that is the condensed version of the story, but the dramatic version I think is that you you we got this Facebook message. There's a kidney. We're going to the hospital. Wish <laughs> oh, us gosh. luck and everybody's like, "Yeah, go, go, go." Yeah, he has so many people supporting him and we're so grateful for that. And it really is at the moment that exciting for us. Um, yeah. and, and I've been with him every step of the way. So I, you'll yep. hear me say we a lot, even though I'm not right. the one getting the surgery, <laughs> it sure yeah. feels like it sometimes cause I'm right next to him. So yeah, he's, um, he's done quite a bit in this past year. How much have you lost altogether, Kevin? Uh, 67 pounds now. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So last time we spoke to Kevin and Brenda was Thanksgiving show of last year. And for those people who didn't watch that show, um, Kevin was diabetic and had end-stage kidney disease and had had it for about four years and had been having dialysis for four years. This was a a year ago when we did the Thanksgiving show. Mm. And what happened was somebody was listening to that show and, of course, Kevin had reversed his diabetes almost within the first three months. And, mm. you know, this is what the ketogenic diet does. Uh, but, of course, you can't reverse the kidney disease, the kidney damage that's been done by diabetes. Right. It's kind of like driving a car with no oil, as Dr. Fung says. Yes, exactly. You, after the engine is seized, there's no amount of oil that's going to bring it back. Yeah. and But somebody listening to the show actually um, co- contacted uh, contacted Brenda, I believe. Yes. And and offered a live organ, which is an incredible, incredible gift, in- unbelievable. And I know yeah. that didn't end up working out, and it took a while to – I mean, th- there's lots of tests that they have to go through. Right. And, and at the last minute, it was cruel, but at the last minute, um, there was a final test where the, the patient's doctor said, um, you, yeah. we probably can't do, we can't, we can't harvest the organ from you. Kevin, what went through your mind when you got that news? I, I was shocked. I was shocked yeah. at first, yeah. Were you, were you, did you have inclinations to like just give up and 
No, no, I didn't. Have, I didn't want to give up. I just wanted to keep keep going. You know, maybe yeah. for ten seconds, right, Kevin? Yeah. yeah well, maybe. And, yeah. And give then we jumped right back on again. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was it was hard. I imagine you must have been quite frustrated. Oh yeah. Right. So then, fast forward a few months, and we get this text, as I said on you know message on Facebook. Hey, there's a kidney. There's three people in line. Kevin's third in line. Yep. And you know we're going to the hospital. Wish us luck. Which is a little you know bittersweet because you know somebody's losing their life to donate a kidney but it, it, what an amazing gift if somebody donates their organs after their body is gone and they can their life can live on in somebody else so what happened with the other two recipients ahead of you kevin uh, well evidently they were in a little bit better shape than i was to to receive these kidneys a better match but they were oh. they were ahead of him in line. He was the alternate, actually. Alternate, yeah, yeah. We've had right. a lot That's happen right. in the last month, so yep. it, um, mm. it it gets all mixed together. And you can imagine the adrenaline when we get a phone call. Matter of fact, I was going to mention that we have to leave the ringer on even while we're recording this podcast because we can't yep. miss a call. It can come at any Not. time. Okay. We can get a call at any time. So if you hear the phone ring. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that make a great show? <laughs> I know, right? No, Cal. Oh. Bad Cal. Excuse me. <laughs> Hang on one second, guys. I got to take a call. You got a what? <laughs> yeah. That's how it happens, too. And the second yeah. time I wasn't with him, and that was just last week, I can tell you what we go through when we get yeah. that call. And they wanted him there right then because it was a yep. uh, car accident victim. And he yep. was, yeah. you know, all prepped and ready to receive it. And they told us it might not happen depending on the condition of the kidney um, because yeah. it was a car accident. And um, it, it, they weren't in any condition to transplant, unfortunately. So, yep. yeah, talk about yeah. a roller coaster up and down, right, Kevin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, s since all this started, Kevin, you started, uh, you've been an advocate for organ donation and have started a website and a campaign to sort of make people aware, hey, you know, this is a way that you can immortalize yourself by letting your kidneys, you know, your organs live on after you go. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, a, friend, a friend of mine, uh, you know him, uh, John Somsky, he was uh, kind enough to start a website and it's called uh, www.akidneyforkevin.com. Wow. And he set that all up. As, yep. And so what, what, what do you see when you go there? Well, it just basically tells my story. Mm -hmm. And there, there's also links to where people can go if they want to yeah. uh, possibly become a living donor. Right, that's right. Which, by the way, we wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, we've been putting a lot out on social media, and uh, we also have vinyl letters on the back of our cars, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it says, yeah, so we get a little attention for that in town. It says, uh, a kidney donor, kidney, kidney donor needed blood type A or O, and then yep. the a kidney for Kevin.com. Yep. But we've had some people step forward. Do you want to tell them about that, Kevin? We've had some people, as a living donor, this means somebody that is willing to give one of their kidneys to help Kevin right, yeah. have applied. And if you go to that website, um, it, it directs you where to apply if you want to be screened and see if you're a possible match. Kevin, yep. tell them, tell them uh, the different, how many people have we had that stepped forward? Oh, my gosh. Maybe, I don't know, three or four? Yeah. Something like that, Yeah. And it's a very complicated process. It's very technical. They're not, they're, there's no way that they would do surgery if they didn't think, uh, the, uh, the person who wants to donate would be ready. So, so far yeah. it hasn't worked out, but there are still people that have gotten a hold of us and told us they're applying. And I wanted to mention, um, when somebody is, uh, wanting to be a living donor, 
Kevin's transplant team would pay for any of the preliminary testing, the surgery, and the post-op. They pay for everything. So that's that's something it's important for people to know. It's that way uh, everywhere, at least in the U.S. here, that um, yeah. if somebody wanted to be a living donor, um, that's covered. You don't have to pay uh, any of your own money for that. Yeah. What, what are some of the things that people are afraid of when they go to get their driver's license and they consider checking off, are you an organ donor or not? What are some of the things that you think people are most afraid of? Why would, you know, maybe uh, I don't want them ripping my heart out when I'm, when there's a possibility that I could still live or I've heard of people coming back from the dead on the operating table or in the casket. I mean, are those things founded or is that just crazy? That's what I used to think. When I was younger, I used to think, well, what if I felt it? Well, what if I was still alive? But nowadays they are, they're so careful with everything that they do. They do brain scans, you know, and to see if the person is in fact deceased. And if they were lucky enough to keep the body alive, then there's a lot of organs that can be uh, transplanted. It's really an amazing thing. We're, we are absolutely humbled, absolutely humbled that people um, uh, have done that. Uh, mm. You can't imagine the amount of emotions that we go through when we get a call that there's a, a donor from a cadaver. But the, yeah. just what we go through and just completely humbled by the fact that there are people stepping forward wanting to uh, donate their um, their own kidney. <laughs> I can't tell you. There, there's no words. Mm. So. Yeah. So it's important to, to let people know that there's two ways to donate organs. Um, kidneys, we were actually born with two, and most people probably will not need two. They can probably do okay with one. And so that's live organ donation. That only happens with kidneys. I think it's possible with, uh, with skin, but you know, it's, uh, it's mainly only kidneys, uh, that live donation happens. And if you, if, if you, uh, are donating in somebody's name and you're not a tissue match, there's a mechanism whereby, uh, there's like a chain, isn't there, Brenda? Yes, there is. That's very important to mention. Um, uh, if you really want to get involved in something like this and you're not a match for the a recipient you'd like to donate your kidney to, they'll put you in a, uh, a group and match you with somebody that does. And then someone in your same situation will, uh, will donate to Kevin. So, uh, it, mm. it, the biggest one was at the U of M here in Minnesota. And there was 25 people that received a kidney because one person stepped forward and said, Hey, I want to donate. Wow. So it's amazing how that works. That is awesome. I have a friend who donated a kidney to her her friend, her best friend, and the you know she said, "What will change in my life?" And the doctor said, "Well, you won't be able to drink alcohol anymore." Now I don't know if that was a general across the board thing or because she was a petite woman, but she didn't drink anyway, so that was no real big deal, and that was really the only thing they told her lifestyle wise would change. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that you know of uh, general rules, either, any of you guys, about donating kidneys, what changes? Yes, there is something that I know, actually. Um, interestingly enough, when I first met Kevin, um, well, you know, I didn't want him to die. Yeah. And so <laughs> I walked through my fear and contacted the Living Donor Program and signed up myself. And um, it turns out I'm actually a tissue match, which is interesting, but they won't let me donate because of my past history of type 2 diabetes. Oh, no. They're very careful. So, yeah. So, I mean, you know, there, there are, there's a lot of screening and there's um, a lot involved. They want to protect the person who wants um, to donate. Uh, and they're very, very careful before uh, they would allow you to even donate. So, there's, so that's one method. And the other method is a, a deceased donation. And this is when you tell people you leave a, a, a living will to say 
you know, when when my body is when my brain is no longer functioning, I want to donate my my organs. Mm. And I don't. Uh, I think we mentioned it briefly after my brother died this year that he, that he donated his organs. Um, uh, and uh, the uh, somebody got that some scientists got his pancreas, which is going to be interesting. I want to find out the results of that uh, test because oh, wow. obviously we're related, and obviously I have type two diabetes, so I'm interested in how his uh, beta cells function. Mm. Uh, but the other thing is that uh, a, a number of his organs were, were donated, and it's 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 obviously sad if you lose a loved one. There's nothing you can do about that. That has happened, but. This is it, it, this is a choice that you can actually have. You've got no choice about about losing your loved one. That 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 is, that has happened, but you can choose whether or not to donate their organs, and that can uh, you know in, in our case um, it saved the lives of four people. So you know yeah. that that's uh, it that's just a gives me chills, thing. Richard. It totally gives me yeah. chills. I'm just I'm just so yeah. happy your family was able to do that. That's amazing. Yeah, it's a wonderful so, gift. Yeah. But I mean, it, it is, and it is a relief. It is a, it is a, it's, it's, it's an, it's an empowerment because it's something you can do when there's nothing else you can do. So, um, I highly, well, you know, I, I, I don't want to say I highly recommend it, but I, I, th- I think most of us will, will be in that kind of situation and find out for ourselves that whether that's, uh, um, uh, you know, um, that's a relief in, in, in that process. Well, um, shall we go around the table here and, and uh, everybody say what they're thankful for this year? Sure. Brenda, you want to start? Ladies first. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I would be glad to, to, to say what I'm thankful for. I, I'm thankful that, um, uh, like I said, it, it, it takes over an enormous part of my life is, is Kevin. I love him very dearly. And I'm, I'm just glad that he's here every day. And the fact that all of this has happened where he has um, – uh, he, he was coached by Megan Ramos through IDM and learned how mm. to fast and do keto. And of course, I'm here with him and I help him with that, that he was able to change his health, turn it around and to qualify for the transplant list. I'm very thankful for that. I'm thankful that he's doing well every day and that he's, uh, I mean, he has, he didn't have the energy to work when I met him a little over a year ago and now he works all his spare time. Uh, it's just amazing what has happened for him. He's just a much happier person. Um, so I'm thankful for his, for Kevin's health. Uh, that's, it's just really amazing. Um, but, uh, for myself, otherwise, uh, I work for IDM. That's intensive dietary management. That's Dr. Jason Fung and Megan Ramos, uh, program. And, uh, I started working for them. They, they called me. They actually called me and asked me if I would like to come and work for them about a year ago. And yeah. I, I kind of stumbled over my words, uh, trying to say yes fast enough. But um, I didn't care, even care what they wanted me to do. I just, you know. But they started me out uh, managing their group fast website. And should we wonder why? I've only been uh, <laughs> managing group fasts for uh, two keto dudes. Uh, my own, my own Facebook group at first, and then the two keto dudes, and then the ketogenic forums. I mean, I've been doing it for like three years. So Zorn fast. Yeah, the, yeah. Somebody huh? named it that at one point, um, and it kind of stuck. So they asked me if I would manage their uh, membership community fast every month in their website. And mm-hmm. in the meantime, they trained me to be an educator, and now I have clients, and I'm one of the educators uh, for IDM right now. So That's I'm very, so cool. very grateful for that job. I enjoy it. It energizes me. I, I spend. 
spend more than just the time that I am uh, uh, working my groups or doing my consults online. I spend every spare moment learning more about fasting, about keto, about uh, about everything. So they're getting more than just you know my my hours that I have a client scheduled. I pretty much do this all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> they, yeah, they're they're getting their money's worth from me. I'll tell you that. It's right always now. been a full time job. Now you're just getting paid for it. Yep, that's right. That's right. I'm getting yeah. paid for my time and. Um, and I love it. I just never gets old. I, I love what I'm doing. I used to help people before for several years. I mean, you know, sure. the first three years of keto, I was helping people. So um, this is just a more formal uh, environment where I can help people through IDM. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm very great, grateful for the job. I, I love working for them. I'm very proud of that. Richard, you want to go next? Sure. Um, I I'm grateful to to have been in the room when Brenda first met Jason Fung. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and if I remember rightly, oh no. I was pushing in the, her in the back saying, Brenda, go talk oh to him, no. go talk to him. And she was like, oh, no, I can't. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> this is true. This is true. And, and I'm not that way with anybody. I really am not. It was just, uh, I just, his book was just so great. And I brought it with because I wanted him to sign it. And I'll tell you what, Jason, that's the only time in my life I've ever asked for an autograph. Just to, just to <laughs> let you know. So. <laughs> yeah. Jason Fung, longtime listener. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, no, I'm, I'm really grateful for, uh, uh, we have we have a special Carl and I have a special person uh, who has uh, f- essentially funded us for the past year um, and uh, kept us going and and basically um, uh, helped us to go professional. Uh, we were both doing this as a hobby um, yeah. and uh, paying all the bills ourselves, uh, all the yeah. bandwidth ourselves. And he basically convinced us to set up a Patreon account and he advised us and um, uh, gave us some money uh, to um, be able to fly to conferences so that we could interview people directly mm. um, and most of the really great interviews that we've had over the past year have been because of his involvement so um, I'd like to uh, to give thanks for his effort um, over the past year to help us out he likes to remain behind the scenes so I'm, I won't embarrass him by mentioning his name but I'd like to give thanks for him yeah absolutely um and uh, I will f- I will second that, Richard. I'm <laughs> I'm very grateful for this person, and again, likes to remain behind the scenes. But uh, without him, we would not have the Obesity Code podcast, mm-hmm. Keto Woman podcast, the Keto Families and Keto Kids, the Ketogenic Forums, um, all of those uh, all of those great things. Mm-hmm. Um, a social media person, a graphics person, audio editors. Like, there's so much stuff that we do. Mm. That's because of of this support. Yeah. I, I am also just grateful that and, and thankful that um, that we met Richard, and you know that Mark Miller got cancer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should say I'm also grateful for all of our patrons because uh, uh, we have a whole bunch of people who pay us, uh, uh, you know, as little as five dollars a month just uh, just because they're happy that we uh, produce. Um, uh, podcasts and put them out, and of course, you know the, the, the these aren't cheap to produce, but then and not cheap for the bandwidth. But um, that Patreon account helps us to um, to keep the two keto dudes podcast on the air. So uh, I should mention thanks to Amen. Uh, our Amen. patrons as well. Kevin Mountain, your turn. What are you thankful for this year? I am thankful for well for being in good health. 
because without this good health, I would not be where I'm at with the kidney transplant. I'm, you know, on the list and all that. But uh, I'm thankful for Megan Wamos for helping me for the six months and helping me get in better shape. And I'd like to thank uh, Brenda for being in my life and helping me along. Yep. She's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, Carl, what are you thankful for? Oh, where do I start? Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thankful to you, Richard. Um, <laughs> I, I consider you my ketogenic guru. Yeah. When I was diabetic. Sure. <laughs> absolutely. When I was diabetic and there was no podcasts and there was no, you know, there were a few videos on YouTube. You knew where they all were. You sent them to me. I read, I watched, I listened, and uh, I got it. And once I got it, I was all in 100%. And uh, without your just gentle encouragement and, you know, no, 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 read the science. No, it's all there. You know, um, I, I, I probably wouldn't have reverse diabetes. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for saving my life, yeah, buddy. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I just can't believe where this thing has gone. And mm. I also, you know, it's great that I, somebody told me that what they like about the Two Keto Dudes podcast is we sort of take the fear and trepidation out of out of embracing it 100%, you know, eating mm. the fat, cutting the carbs, and you know you're not going to die and you're not going to have a heart attack, and you're not mm-hmm. going to have a stroke. Well, you know, I can't guarantee that, but mm. uh, you know, not because you're eating butter, that's for sure. And uh it's just the the fact that, you know, we tell people to eat fat and cut sugar and, you know, they give us credit for saving their lives seems uh, um silly, but um I I, I just can't believe how this whole movement has grown and we sort of surfed the wave um, all the way up and it's conti- it's just getting started, you know? That's what I say about IDM. I mean, they're, they're just gearing up. I'm, I'm definitely on the crest of a wave with them. It's unbelievable. And just look at how many people we touch. I mean, we can touch one person, but that person can tell their friends and their family and mm-hmm. then all those people are helped. It's just amazing. It's like exponential growth. Absolutely. It's just... And it's not, it's not necessarily talking. It's actually being the change. Right. And peop- you, you do it and then people go, what are you doing? They do. You look great. <laughs> <laughs> That, that's <laughs> say, so, that's sometimes, yeah, I had a stick of butter for breakfast. <laughs> and they go, what? <laughs> sometimes the only time they pay attention is when they're seeing just how the big change and how healthy you are. And that's yeah. when they, they finally pay attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Right. It, it does, it's, you can't like talk to them. I, you know, as much as I carry cards around in my wallet of the ketogenic forums and two keto dudes podcast and IDM, uh, mm. I can't just hand that to somebody and expect that they're going to, um, they're going to latch onto it. But if they're interested, I'll hand it to them. You know? Sure. I'm also just thankful for all the people who continue to listen and patronize us, if that's a mm-hmm. word, mm-hmm. and uh, come now. to the ketogenic <laughs> forums, you know, 30,000 people in the forum, and uh, all the people that come to Keto Fest and the Mini Fest and want to do their own Keto Fest, and it's just a little bit overwhelming. So, I'm just grateful for every single listener out there and everyone who has taken um, – our attitude to heart and uh, change their lives for the better in those yeah. around them. Here, here. Here, here. Yeah, they want to do a mini Keto Fest here in Minnesota. They're talking about it, our, our Minnesota Ketonians meetup group. So, nice. yeah, it just keeps getting bigger. So, Ke- Kevin, tell me, are there, are there more people in your tribe who are diabetic? Is that a, a common thing? Yeah, it's very common, yep. Because you're, you're an Ojibwe man, right? That's right. That's correct. Yeah. So, so, and it's fairly common in your tribe, in your family as well. Your daughter, 
your daughter is diabetic at 28, wasn't she? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And is she, and and is this is this diet something that they could that could help them? Do you think? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. In fact, I have a nephew who was mm-hmm. uh, really bad with di- type two diabetes, also, and now he's slowly going into the ketogenic diet, and he's it's it's helped him. Uh, nice. So far, wow. so good. So. Yeah. They're watching yeah. him. I- they are watching him. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, they are. They are watching me, yep. Excellent. That must feel great, you know, when, yep. when people come up to you and say, you know, what are you doing? Yep, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's a common thing with First Nations people all over the world that they're more susceptible to diabetes than Westerners, and uh, it's a real curse in Austra- amongst Australian Aboriginals. It's a real curse amongst the Pacific Islanders. It's a real curse amongst the um, North American Indigenous people. It's just uh, striking us all down, but it's striking them down quicker. Yep. And ethnic groups everywhere, uh, you know, uh, the black and Hispanic communities especially suffering hard here in America, in the in the Caribbean, in South America. Uh, I can't think of a single country in the world, you know, maybe a couple where there's just, you know, where it doesn't touch, but all the countries where, you know, that have low instances of diabetes also just don't eat out of boxes and cans, you know, yeah. they, they eat Yeah, I, I'm getting a lot of clients uh, at IDM from India and India is, um, is just, there's a oh, tsunami yeah. of diabetes coming out of India right now and mostly tofis, people that are thin looking on the outside, but the visceral fat is making them sick. Mm. It's very hard for them because they feel like they're on top of the world. You know, they think, they think because they're not heavy that they're not in danger uh, yeah, it's hard. Well, um, I I just uh, wish everybody uh, a happy Thanksgiving week, and uh, hope it was good for you guys. And this, hope everybody- this is actually Thanksgiving Day that we're recording, isn't it, Carl? I it know is. that I know that yeah. the, oh, yeah. the podcast will come happy out. Happy Thanksgiving, on, guys! Uh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the podcast will come out after Thanksgiving, but. Uh, um, you know, it's, and we uh, want to see those leaders out there, the natural born leaders in their communities emerge and rise up and lead your people out of yeah. this scourge that is surely going to kill us all if we're not careful. We're, we're making diabetics faster than keto is rising in popularity mm. and we, we have to act. So lead, lead on people. <laughs> Step up. All right. Thanks, Brenda. Thanks, Kevin. You guys are awesome. You bet. You're welcome, guys. Yep, you're welcome. And I hope uh, I hope you get that call sooner than later. We're going to get that call, and you're you're one of the first people we get a hold of when we do get that call. <laughs> oh, we yeah. might, we, might, not get, we yep. might not let you know until we're in the Uber on the way to the hospital, but you're you you Megan is number one, and then it's you guys. Well, wait, her his daughter, and then and then <laughs> Megan, and then you. Oh, oh wait a minute. Then it's, then it's uh, okay. Wait, uh, you go. Okay, you're third, that, fourth, that's fifth. The order. Uh, that's the order. <laughs> You're on the uh, number we're 20. on the list. That's the important thing. Kara, you guys are number Kara, 20 Megan, now. Two keto dudes. Yeah, you guys. Yep, absolutely. Yep, yep. Uh, have we all got recipes? I have a recipe. Nice. Have we all got recipes? Recipes. 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 Come on, Kevin. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 
recipes. <laughs> awesome, awesome. <laughs> yeah. What you got, Brenda? Yeah, Brenda, you go. I've got a pork belly recipe that's so easy. Ooh. We're at. We're actually. I know. Listen She's to him. Frozen. Listen to Kevin in the other room. He's on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had it last weekend and, uh, it was the first time he had had pork belly. I know, I know I should have fed him it what? a long time ago. I know, <laughs> but he loved it. Of course he did. Yeah. So as soon as we're done, uh, recording with you guys here, we're off to the store to buy a slab of pork belly. Nice. So I have a very simple recipe for pork belly. Um, you preheat the oven to 350 and you take a piece of pork belly. Um, it's usually about an inch, inch and a half thick that I buy. Uh, mm -hmm. they yep, range yep. in weight from, uh, well, I heard my friend John Clary had a six pound one or something, but mm -hmm. uh, we usually buy a one pound pork belly and then, uh, score the top, you know, kind of that yep. diamond pattern scoring crisscross criss -cross on the top. Yep. And then we, um, uh, put it in the preheated oven at about 350 for about an hour. Uh, now, this which side do you put up? What? Oh, fat, fat side, up. side up. Fat side up. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Fat side up and it'll render some of the fat off, but it'll get hot all the way through. And I mean, pork belly really is, it looks like a chunk of bacon that wasn't sliced, but then also right, it's, yeah. it isn't smoked. It isn't salted. It's just a piece of pork meat. Okay. Right. So you bake that for about an hour and, uh, you know, ovens are going to vary. You kind of keep an eye on it. And then you take it out and you, uh, put this teriyaki glaze on it. Well, it's not teriyaki. It's sriracha. Sriracha glaze, yep. not yep. not teriyaki, yep. right? Right, Kevin? Yep. Yeah, yep. sriracha. Okay. Could be sriracha-ki, yeah, yeah, sriracha. So the sriracha glaze is very simple. I mean, I know there's a low-carb, uh, in, in, in the U.S., there's a low-carb ketchup from Heinz. It probably has one carb per tablespoon, but literally mm. this recipe, you only use a tablespoon. Um, and a lot of people don't like to use artificial sweeteners, but this only uses a quarter teaspoon. And sriracha mm. has a gram of carbohydrate per teaspoon. You only use yeah. two, one teaspoon. So come on. All that you can just, it's a wash really. And I split it with mm -hmm. Kevin. So what am I getting? One gram of carbohydrate out of that sauce? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. The sauce is just one tablespoon of Heinz low sugar ketchup, one yep. teaspoon of sriracha, and sriracha. a quarter teaspoon of, I like to use powdered swerve because it mixes in so well. And then okay. you mix that up and you spoon it across the top and spread it out real thin, put it back in the oven for about a half hour. Watch mm. it though, I burned it once. Um, you can burn that glaze, <laughs> yeah. Mm. But luckily I could peel it off and glaze it again. But um, nice. yeah, you, you just... you. Cook it in the oven until it gets kind of caramelized on top, and it's so good. It's so fantastic. The glaze does everything for it. Kevin wanted more mm. after he ate a half pound of it, so, yeah. yeah. It's good, is it, Kevin? Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I ate this pork belly, I didn't feel full right away, but five minutes later, all of a sudden it hit me. I, I yeah. could not think of it even, you know. I had the same experience. Remember when I did my pork belly every day experiment? I lasted like three days. I'm like, oh my God, I can't eat anymore. That's satiety. satiety That's satiety. Yep. And it's one Serious. of the things yep. that we um, we teach uh, people at IDM because uh, clients come to us and don't understand what that feeling is. Um, a lot yeah. of us don't when we first start this because all our signals are messed up. Um, but that that was the feeling of satiety. He's over there going, oh my God, I can't even look at it. And I'm like, that's satiety. That's satiety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, in Nanette Bosworth's book, and she was our guest last week, mm -hmm. she says, I'm giving you permission right now. What I want you to do as an experiment is for breakfast tomorrow, eat an entire stick of butter. You heard me. That's right. You're going <gasps> to eat a stick of butter for breakfast. Now, granted, I guarantee you won't get through the whole stick because you're going to get to this point maybe halfway through, maybe a quarter through where you're going to be like, oh my God, I can't eat anymore. 
that satiety. You're going to be full yep. and you're going to feel that satiety for the first time. That's a really great experiment. It's, it's an actual signal that the body will give you telling you I've had enough fat right now. I've had enough. And yep. it's a very important signal to listen to because when we're ketogenic, we're, we're eating fat as our main fuel. And it's, it, you know, when we're first learning, it's hard to know where that point is. And that's an important right. point to get used to learning about your body. Cool. Well, Richard, you got a recipe? Yeah, I'm going to do a simple one. It's, uh, it, as you know, it's still carnivember. So I'm still on the, uh, on the meat and salt and water only diet. Although, of course, I eat eggs and, uh, dairy as well. Right. Um, but so this one is uh, is is beef short ribs, and um, these are really easy to do. I've done a beef short rib recipe before, which is con- involved. It had onions, and no, no, we're not going to need any of that. No, today. no, no, no. All we're going <laughs> to need is beef, salt, and water. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we, great. You get the beef ribs, and you chop, you basically chop them up into uh, sort of. Uh, one inch long battens. We're going to put them in a fry pan. We're going to crank up the heat on the fry pan and we're going to, to basically caramelize the outside. Turn, basically turn the outside of these beef ribs into, and make them go brown with the, you know, with the, with the fry pan. Nice. And it's going to be a dry fry pan. So you're going to basically be moving the fry, fry pan around to, to get these beef, uh, riblets, um, all caramelized and then you throw them in an instant pot and to the instant pot you add about maybe a cup of water if if you have like a a, a kilo of beef um and uh it this water is going to make the gravy mm. and you need to salt it well so um uh, i would probably uh i would probably salt it before putting it in the fry pan but you can you can salt it straight to the instant pot you put the instant pot on for one hour one hour at pressure and at the end of that you have a delicious <laughs> beef rib it's like a stew with big chunks of beef ribs oh, yeah. Richard is delicious. smiling from ear to ear right now absolutely I just he's yeah. absolutely no, no. It makes him so giddy. simplest recipe it's amazing how good meat salt and water tastes if uh, prepared properly that's, that's yeah. pretty much how I make my short ribs uh, Richard and the, the just the flavor of the beef is all you need it's just fantastic yep. yeah yeah. Yeah. So that's my recipe. What you got, Carl? All right. So mine's really easy. I think I've talked about this before, but I'll write up a blog post and take some pictures. I'm going to tell you how to make a rotisserie chicken from the supermarket last for a week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> rotisserie chicken from the supermarket generally costs five or six bucks, right? Mm-hmm. It's a couple of pounds and it's got three components, meat, skin, and bones. And I count cartilage as bones. Okay. So, you're going to basically, you can get it cold or hot. You know, if you get it hot, you might want to let it cool off a little bit. Mm-hmm. The meat you're going to use for chicken salad. Now, you don't need a knife. You don't need a fork. You're just going to simply pull all the meat off of that chicken. Take the skin and put that aside. Take the bones, put that aside. And then pill the meat with your fingers. Mush it up. Yep. You don't even need a fork. You don't even need a knife. Just... Grind it a little bit between your fingers and your thumb, and you're gonna, you're just sort of mashing it. Yeah. Now you're gonna take all of that bone and skin, put it in a pot with water, and how much water? All right. So you got the bones and skin of a chicken. I'm gonna put in about eight cups, 10 cups, maybe even 12 mm-hmm. cups of water. It doesn't really matter because guess what? You're gonna cook it down. But before you cook it down, you're gonna add celery, you're gonna add maybe a little onion. If you don't want to use onion for the sugar, you can use a little onion powder. You're going to use put crushed garlic in there. 
You're going to put some rosemary, some parsley. Maybe bay leaf. Bay leaf, some mm-hmm. sage. Sage is a really important uh, ingredient with chicken. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and don't salt it just yet because here's the thing. You have an option at this point. You can either make stock. Well, you're going to make stock, but you yeah. can either eat that stock for soup Mm-hmm. Use it as a base for a million other soups, like cream mm-hmm. of mushroom soup or a vegetable soup, or use the stock in all sorts of ways. Richard's talked about putting it in ice cube trays. Or you can make the best gravy you've ever had. Mm. Now, let me tell you about the gravy. <laughs> so, you start with a pot full of water. You're going to cook that on low and just simmer it for about five or six hours. And that's going to leach all of the good stuff out of the bones. And then you strain it. And now you're going to reduce it. You're going to put it up on high and let it boil down by 75% until you get just this really rich, thick, meaty stock. Now you're going to add a (laughs) stick of butter. (laughs) A stick of butter. Mm. Yes, I said a stick of butter. (laughs) Did I mention it's a stick of butter? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And about a half a cup of red wine. That's optional, you know. If you don't like red wine, that's fine. But it Mm -hmm. does bring out this wonderful umami flavor. Yeah, it does. Yep. And and now you're going to, as soon as that is melted and you whisk it all up, it gets a little bit thicker. But if you want to go for more thick, you can do one of two things. You can use the trisodium citrate powder that Richard and I use. Yeah. And that's going to help emulsify and thicken that. And you don't need very much, like a half mm-hmm. a teaspoon. Or you can sprinkle some xanthan gum in there. You can use glucomannan powder. There's a bunch of ways that you can thicken gravy. Mm. You bring that up back up to a boil just to make sure all of that stuff gets incorporated. And then you, and then you turn and take it down in heat and simmer it on low. Now you add your salt and pepper to taste. I like white pepper lately. It really gives a, a packs yeah. a, a really good flavor. And uh, you can spoon that over your chicken. Now your chicken, you want to turn that into chicken salad. It's just mayo and celery yeah, and celery salt and black pepper. And that's it. Yeah. Hmm. So now you can, you can either drink the stock. You can put the gravy on the chicken. You can have chicken salad. You could do all of the above. And that is going to last you for the entire week. Nice. <laughs> and that's all I got, man. Kevin, you got a recipe? Well, I, I do, and it's, uh, I love it. Uh, it's chili. My chili, chili recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody loves his chili. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what, what what's the beans? Uh, black soybeans, the right? Black soybeans. Yeah. And, yeah. Very low yeah. carb. Yeah. He's got the recipe on the ketogenic forums. Yep. So he doesn't have it right in front of him at the no, moment. No, I don't. But no. But oh, okay. I would imagine hamburger, beans, some tomatoes. Beans, yep, yep. Uh, yep, chopped tomatoes, uh, onion. Onion, uh, pepper, celery, maybe? There's some seasoning, like uh, oregano. Uh, uh-huh. What, what, what else? There's cumin, cumin, and chili powder. Yeah. Cumin, and, chili uh, powder, uh, yeah. That's about Garlic it. powder, maybe? Yep. Yep, that's mm. about it. That's about it. So it's very meaty, and good. those black soybeans, yeah, yeah. they're very good. And, and very a stick carb. of butter, right? <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I actually listen to him. He sounds like a Minnesotan. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'll put that butter in there. Oh then. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, you yeah. know? Don't you oh, know? Yeah, then hey. Yeah. I'm well, <laughs> we'll put we'll put a link to Kevin's recipe uh, yeah. from the Katie Channing forums on the show notes. It's very very right. good and low Absolutely. carb. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us tonight, and that that makes a good show. 
Thank you. Good. Yeah, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving. Of course, if you have anything you want to tell us, something we said wrong, something you don't agree with, some more research you found to support or refute, anything we've said, send it by email to dudes at twokidodudes.com or post it on our website. And you can follow us on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Two Keto Dudes, and make sure to use the hashtag Two Keto Dudes. And of course, if you want to join the free ketogenic forum, it's forum.twoketo.com, and you can have a look around the ketogenic forum without needing to create an account by starting with success.twoketo.com. And if useless swag is your fancy, like t-shirts and coffee mugs and other junk with witty keto sayings on them, head over to gear.twoketo.com. And if you want a shot at getting some of that swag for free, join the Two Keto Dudes fan club. You'll be eligible to win something in every show. Go to fanclub.twoketo.com. And if you feel like supporting our forums and all the podcasts we produce and all of our other efforts, think about making a monthly pledge on our Patreon page at patreon.twoketo.com. You can also see all of our podcasts and other videos on YouTube at youtube.twoketo.com. And if you haven't already, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That's how new people get to know about what we do. Two Keto Dudes is brought to you by Two Keto LLC, who strives to support the low-carb community with podcasts and other publications. My friends, keep calm, keto on, and fast when you can. Yeah, keep calm, keto on, and fast whenever you can, Kyle. <laughs> I'm going to fast calm, five days on, next week. I'm fasting five days next week. <laughs> awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Keep calm and keto on, Kevin. Oh, yes. Thank you. You too. All right. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. On two keto dudes. <laughs>